Hey, what up everybody? Chris here. I was talking the other day about how I, how I led myself into the uh, digital nomad lifestyle, like kind of what, what revelation sort of led up to the point where I was living the way I was, where I was, I was traveling the world, I was making money from a laptop, and uh, really it's a great lifestyle. And um, there was one, one thing in particular that really jumped out at me that kind, of, that kind of got the gears turning in my head that made me realize that I could do that. And that thing was that I realized that I could provide valuable services and get paid without being a regular employee. And um, I mean, it seems kind of obvious looking back on it, but I think probably I'm not the only one. To me, it seemed like a real paradigm shift that I had always been raised to think that, oh, if you want to make money, you go to work. Either that or you start a business, you know, which is, uh, you know, this huge endeavor. But generally, I thought, okay, if you want to make money, you have to get a job, right? Well, uh, it turns out that's not really true at all, and I wanted to, wanted to share with you why. If you were listening to my story the other day, I was saying that uh, I was doing a, a consulting project. I was a, in MBA school, it's in business school, and part of the, the assignment was to um, do a consulting project for a small business. And I, my part of the project was coming up with an Excel spreadsheet that did a bunch of stuff, like automated a bunch of stuff for them. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that I realized after doing that project that I could do projects for businesses and that it was it would be good for them and that they would be willing to pay me to do that. That was a big aha moment for me. I hadn't really thought of that before. So <clears throat> um, if you think about it, if you think about it a little more, from the, the perspective of a business, it sucks to hire full-time employees. It's awful, honestly. I'm, um, there's a, a whole bunch of reasons for that. I mean, the, the most obvious one is that you always have to pay them, right? You have to pay someone to work 40 hours a week, which means that you have to find work for them 40 hours a week, which you may not have. And if you can't find work for them, then, well, you pay them to sit around and do nothing. So um, that that's really prohibitive. And then uh, depending on, on what country you're in, because this depends on the laws, but a lot of countries, including the U.S., where I live, um, you, the companies have to pay health benefits. They sometimes they have to pay for sick time. Um, you know, this is this is time the employee is not working. If you hire women and uh, and they get pregnant, then you have to pay them maternity leave. I mean, think about that. You hire somebody, you you contract to hire somebody, and then uh, and then she gets pregnant, and then you have to pay for three months of doing nothing. So then. You know, there's nobody to fill that position, so what do you do? You have to hire another person, so you're paying two people double the salary for, for one job. And then after three months, what are you going to do? You're going to fire the other person? You know, it's, it's a giant pain. A lot of companies just refuse to hire young women for exactly that reason. And then, um, of course, it's uh, it, depending on how, on the law, it's hard to fire bad employees. So, you know, if you... If you fire someone and they can't do the job, or if you hire someone and they can't do the job, it would be nice if you could fire them afterwards so you don't waste a whole lot of money. But there's a bunch of legal stuff that gets in the way of that. You worry about them bringing a wrongful termination suit against you, or if they're a minority, you have to worry about anti-discrimination suits, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a million reasons why hiring full-time employees sucks. So 
a lot of employers would much, much, much rather hire people on a project basis. They'd much rather hire freelancers. They say, hey, this is what I need you to get done. This is the price I'm going to pay you for it. Go and do it, right? Because then they don't have to worry about continuously finding work. They don't have to worry about getting sued. They don't have to get worry about paying for work that's not being done. So if you position yourself as a freelancer rather than a full-time employee, you are doing the employer a huge favor. And you can, you can freelance, and I mean, I, I meant to mention that it's in my own, my own businesses, I've never hired a full employee. I've always hired freelancers because it's just so much easier. It's like, okay, I need help with this. I'm going to go hire somebody just to do this. It's much easier. And you can, you can freelance doing anything of value. Like there's a million ways that you can freelance for companies. So um, the, the, probably the easiest way to think about it now is what are you already doing? Do you have a full-time job? What are you doing for your full-time job? If it's not something where you're doing open heart surgery and you have to be in the room and there's no other way around it, if you're working from a computer, chances are you could be doing that sitting on a beach in Tahiti, right? You could be doing that from anywhere if it's a computer job and there's a lot of those computer jobs. So if that's what you're already doing, chances are you could freelance doing it and travel the world and uh, take advantage of the super low cost of income, cost of living in other places. And I mean, if you make the same income and move to a place with a third of the cost of living, you've effectively tripled your income. This is, <laughs> this is part of the reason why this digital nomad thing is so cool. Anyway, even, you know, even if, you're, if you are a heart surgeon and, uh, and you, can't, uh, you can't do your job remotely, you can still probably find, uh, find things that you can do. I mean, there's, there are doctors that consult online. That pays, probably doesn't pay as much as being a surgeon, but you know, if you're tripling your income effectively anyway, it might be worth it. And then even if you have to learn a completely new skill, you can, you can do that. I mean, there's companies that'll pay you to blog. If you're a decent writer, people will pay you to blog for them. They just, you know, they want to put out content, but they don't want to have to do it themselves. So sure, they'll pay you for it. Or uh, they'll pay you for building websites, which, um, little secret, you don't have to be a, a techie to build websites for a lot of companies. You can just get something like Wix.com and that will let you build websites easily. It's like a drag and drop editor and people will pay you for that because either they don't know about it or they just don't want to spend the time to learn. It doesn't really take very long to learn. In the same vein, you could, uh, you could be a, a graphic designer. There's a, a site called Canva, canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. It's also a phone app where you can make designs for just about anything you can think of. Uh, there's like designs for ads, for banners, for, for every kind of social media ad, every kind of profile picture, et cetera, et cetera. And you can make really nice professional looking designs with just a little drag and drop editor. You can learn, you can learn to use this program well in like one day and then people will pay you as a graphic designer. So uh, what I mean to tell you through all this, I mean, there's a million, million other ways you could do this. And you could, I mean, you could do this sitting on a beach, playing with your phone and have people pay you for that.